other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life Butterflyevolution.org. 
So tonight's topic is be your own kind of beautiful. And I'm going to send that out here because what I'm afraid of is that people are thinking we're going to be on at 8, which is not too far away. So let me send that out. Okay. Okay, so tonight is embrace your natural beauty. I kind of messed that up, but same thing, but embrace your natural beauty, young lady. Um, so I'll move forward with reading the topic, the details for the topic uh, that we're discussing tonight, and then we'll do a few more housekeeping things and just move forward into the topic. So embrace your natural beauty, young lady. You look good for a dark-skinned girl. I thought you were stuck up. What are you? Why do you talk white? You mean you don't speak Spanish? Have you ever heard these before? Expressions or questions like these have been haunting women in our society for years. They are not allowed to be themselves, love who they are, or embrace their natural beauty. If you don't believe us, the next time you walk into a store, locate the beauty section. Then walk a few steps and you'll notice there's an ethnic beauty section and a Hispanic Latino beauty section possibly an Asian one, too. Do you notice which one he didn't mention? Many people criticize women for wearing weaves, extensions, getting tattoos or, or piercings, or taking extreme measures to be seen by men or other people. It's easy to say they shouldn't be how, it's easy to say they shouldn't, they shouldn't but how can they survive in a society that makes them feel like they have to go along to get along. In an effort to promote transformation, Butterfly Evolution wants to know what your experience, what experiences women have had and are currently having with loving the person God created. Additionally, how can women overcome the challenges, the challenges that come along with what they have been born, born and blessed with? So that's tonight's topic, and I see that we have Rodney. Hey, can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I just <laughs> got your message. Uh, I don't know what happened either. I'm I'm hoping that I didn't mess up, but uh, I could have very well done that. Because um, I think sometimes when I'm when when I'm creating the show, uh, I always have to like double check that I didn't. Uh, put my time in instead of yours. I think it did. Did you set the show up for two hours? I did set it up for two hours, but now that because did it start at seven? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I was asking because I was thinking that because I logged on about seven forty-five, but only just to get on and kind of you know kind of settle down, and I was going to wait till closer to time, but I noticed that it kept telling me you're not logged, you're not called, you haven't called in. I'm thinking, well, I don't have to because it's not 8 o'clock. So I decided, let me just go ahead and call in. They must be tripping tonight or something. So when I called in, okay. um, it says, we see that you're calling into a live show. And I'm thinking, no, we're not live yet. And I looked on, and, of course, um, my cousin Diane. Diane, thank you. But she was out there patiently waiting. <laughs> so I thought, oh, God, oh, what are they doing? But nonetheless, oh, um, so, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It'll... Tamaria says, tell Diane she's the real MVP. 
She really, really is. I love my cousin Diane. I love you so much. It just it warms my heart to come out and see her just there waiting, and she's just been on board forever and a day. I won't have to. I don't know. We're gonna have to do something, go around the world or something, because just great support. So thank you, Diane. Thank you from Atlanta, Diane, my cousin. But um, so that means we have an hour, fifty-nine minutes and counting, actually. According to our nah, that, that's all right. That's all right. We're gonna we, we're gonna have we're gonna have a great hour. Yeah, we're gonna have a great hour. Um, and no, the 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 top we're not ending right now, you guys. We just um, the time kind of got mixed up because Rodney's on Eastern time. I just got a text asking what's the show about to end. So no, we have just almost an hour, right, Rodney? Am I looking at that correctly? Yep, but but you know we can okay. go over and it won't matter. Right, right, right. So so no, stick with us. We're gonna dig right into this. Um, for those of you who did not hear um, the reading or the description for the topic, um, we'll kind of cover everything. But I won't re- read that again for the sake of time. But it is embrace your natural beauty, young lady. So Rodney, um, if you wanted. Just start it out, take it over. Um, we'll go from there. Sounds like a plan. And if it's at any uh, time you you can't hear me, or you're struggling to hear me, or the listeners are struggling, uh, just let me know. <clears throat> um, okay. Sometimes my phone acts a little crazy, but but we'll see. Um, so, okay. I guess a couple of weeks ago, the 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 idea for this show came to mind. Um, and I thought that it was just just very fitting, um, just because I know that it's something that's very popular um, in our in our society. And um, what's interesting is when we planned this show, we did not know that the the women's march would be taking place uh, this past weekend. So uh, talk about great timing, <laughs> um, but. Just to go ahead and get the show, uh, just to go ahead and get it started, in our society, and and ever since I've been living, um, there's always been this um, emphasis on um, the appearance of a woman and how women look and how women uh, portray themselves and what's attractive and what's not attractive, and, and so you know, women deal with that. And I'm not a woman, um, so obviously I can't speak from the perspective of a woman, but I can speak from what I've seen, and and that is a lot of times women do do not embrace their natural beauty. Um, They look for um, a number of different ways to, make themselves look or feel pretty or or to stand out or um, or to fit in. And so I guess the first question I'm going to start out with is why? Now, granted, I've heard different reasons from, from different females, but I want to hear from, from you guys. Why is that? Why is it – why is there a need to um, – to add a lot to your physical 
being instead of just going with uh, the, the 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 features that you were born with. Why why is there a need to do that? Ronnie, I'll start. Um, glad you asked that question. Um, I kind of laughed when you said, uh, I'm not a woman, and, of course, I don't know. I thought about our other topic when, when people were like, what could he possibly have to say about our our emotions or our, our stuff? But I think men, I think we, personally, I, I feel we could learn a lot from men like you. I mean, not just the fly-by guy night, but men who, men, I'll just say that I feel women can certainly, if we would have more dialogue with uh, between men and women, more honest um, dialogue, meaning, and without that need need for everyone to be in agreement. So to answer your question, I think the very first thing is a lack of understanding, a lack of understanding for and acceptance, and I'll add that, a lack of understanding and acceptance of self, which in my opinion, when you lack understanding, it's like you can know someone. I know a lot of people. And a lot of the people that I know, I don't understand. Like I've not taken the time to truly sit down and have that com- conversation so that they can freely um, converse with me and I with them to where I'm not offended by their opinions, their reality, so to speak. So I think to to start, we have to start with self. So if there's a need, and there is a great need that I feel women have to, I'll say to fit in, to to follow the world, to look like the world. And when we do that, if you're not, if you're not embracing who you are, if you're doing it, following the trends consistently. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if it's your thing, it's your thing, and you're 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 walking, um, you're starting your stuff well, then do it if it's your thing. But I I will say, Rodney, that it is has a lot to do with a lack of understanding and acceptance of self, which which directs you away from your purpose, God, your God-given purpose. And that's what it comes back to. When you understand yourself, when you've accepted yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then you realize what needs – and I'm not saying outwardly because it, this, is, this is really about what's, what's inside more than what's outside because the better you feel inside, the better you feel about your outside, your, your physical look, even your world. So – to me, it is really a self-reflection topic that that we as women fail to have with ourselves. We fail to look in that mirror and, number one, look in there and look beyond what we see. Look beyond what we see. Look at that spirit woman. What has God given you? What has God planted in you that you are not watering? I read a verse, and I, I wish I could remember. I believe it was in Oh, I have to find it, but it it was saying let let um, plant the roots near the water so that when when the when the the uh, heat comes or something like that when it dries up then basically then the waters they don't the roots don't give away because they're they're planted near the water so we're missing so much in, so much inside because we keep trying to. Um, 
fit in in this world. And right before I turn it back over to you, what what is frightening is that it's getting worse. Um, I see young girls, like, I mean, when I say young girls, I see four- and five-year-old young girls competing, competing with each other. And I just wonder, how, how, how does it get to be this way so soon? Like, how are we, mm-hmm. what are we doing? How are we missing that mark to where young girls are, you know, they don't like each other so quickly at, at four and five years old, and, you know, they're, they just compete for everything. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. So turn it back over to you. So, so uh, once again, to you guys who just uh, joined us recently, uh, we're talking about embracing your natural beauty, and uh, our, our target audience um, tonight is is women, obviously, um, uh, with this with this subject. But um, Tammy, do you think that that is a confidence uh, slash self esteem issue? Or do you think that there are women who truly are okay with themselves but just love to put on a, a lot of makeup or wear weave or or wear wigs? Do, do you do you think, like, the people who do a lot to their physical being, do you think it's uh, they do it because they just like it, uh, because they're into fashion maybe? Or do you think it's a self-esteem slash confidence issue? I think it depends. It's dependent upon the person, the life of the person, um, and again, how honest he, honest she's been with herself. It could be, and then it 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 very well could not be as well. But I think if we had to say for the sake of this show, I think more people do it um, out because of lack of self confidence. I know it's for me, and I, I can only speak for, for me. The the more I heal, and and I and I mm-hmm. like to think I'm gonna be forever forever healing. The more um, confidence I get with, like, I, if I want to put on makeup, I do. If I don't, matter of fact, <laughs> at this Sunday I was like, whatever, you know, it's I'm going. I, it, this is this is who I am. Take it or leave it. But I've noticed that I'm being I'm becoming more free. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, and I and I do think makeup is wonderful. Gosh, it, I mean, we need it. It's a little here, little little there. So we're not saying you don't do it, but when it becomes like I've seen videos on on Facebook to where the person looks like a total totally different person. I remember Brandon telling me that a a, a lady in college got angry with him because he did not know who she was without the makeup. <laughs> like so, I mean, he saw her out, and he he I, I literally did not know who she was. I did not, but mm-hmm. because so if it transforms you into someone that you 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 are not, then I think that's that's overkill. And so we see all these entertainers, these these females who we think that they look like this 24-7 because they're being airbrushed and all this. And so we keep trying to live up to something that we never can. And when beauty, when your, your, your shine comes from inside, but the world has taken that away and, and we allow them to do that. Think about how much money we spend 
um, me included, on on things like this. But, again, if it's your thing, just because you love it, some people love it, but if you're doing it to hide or to to feel like it makes you fit in better or you're more accepted, then that's a problem. So, right now, I think it could be both, but I think it's, it's more of, yes, a lack of, of self-confidence. Okay. Uh, Ms. Tamaria Jordan would like to add something to the conversation. Hello. Hi, Hello, Hi, I guess. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. I think it truly just depends on the person. Um, I also think it depends on culture because in some cultures, women are, I don't want to say required, but to a certain degree, if they don't fit in with the norm in society, then they're looked down upon. Um, there are certain cultures. I remember in my marketing class, um, and we were just going through different countries and how they market to different individuals. And so one of the examples, I want to say it was in India. There was a commercial, and they showed a fair-skinned Indian woman and a darker-skinned Indian woman, and the father in the commercial favored the fairer-skinned Indian woman. So imagine what type of message that sends to the darker-skinned one. It's the same thing in, in black America. Um, I think that now that more women are embracing their natural hair, um, I think it has helped. But I agree, it depends on why the woman is doing what they're doing because in some instances they're covering it up. And I'll use myself as an example. When I first cut my hair off to go natural, I got a lot of pushback, primarily from family. I had maybe two people in my family who said, oh, it doesn't look that bad. But the rest of them, women and men, were like, you need to do something with your head. Like, that doesn't look good. And they didn't have a problem expressing that. So if my family didn't have a problem expressing it, imagine how many other individuals don't have a problem expressing to individuals how they feel about how they look or whatever the case is, which is why I feel a lot of people might, cover up or hide um, their natural beauty versus enhancing it. And makeup was created to enhance, not to hide. But I think in some instances people hide behind it because society says you have to look a certain way. Um, TV and media plays a large part in that. Your family makeup, I know people who struggle with their weight because people always gave them a hard time about their weight. So when they get older, instead of Losing the weight, they tend to put on more weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting exactly. how that works. I agree, Tamaria. And, and speaking of of the hair, and I see we have a call. We'll pull you in just a second. Speaking of of two things, I want to comment. Um, speaking of the hair, now I I will agree. I and I I am I am now completely natural, and. I kind of started um, just because my hair started to thin so bad. Um, mm-hmm. After a while, I thought, you know, so I, what I started to do was just go longer between getting the relaxers. Like I, instead of doing the six to eight weeks, I would do a couple of months before getting a relaxer. And so finally, you know, just got to a point where, you know, let me just, I can stop. I can stop now. And I love it. However, I think, this is just me talking, ladies. Let me have have this for a minute. There, there are some times I see some women where, no, you need to comb your hair. Like, I'm serious. That's just my opinion. And, I, and, and 
there's to me there's a we we were natural back in the day, but our hair was to me it, it we combed our hair. My you know our parents or grandparents combed our hair, and some of this <laughs> looks like it has not been combed. And it just maybe it just looks that way. But for me, I know when I decided to go natural, then I wanted it to look still neat and 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 like it was combed. But that's just my opinion. And if it if it works for someone else, then it works for them. But still, it's just my opinion that it looks like it needs to be combed sometime, a lot of times. And does, does you sound like my mom. My mom is always like, yeah, granted, my hair didn't look like that, but she's always like, some people look like they just came out the house and stuck their hand in their head. <laughs> and she's I like, yours doesn't look I'm like just, that. Exactly, exactly. So it doesn't have to look like, um, it, just, it just doesn't have to, my opinion, my opinion. And then secondly, when I was, and I've shared this story on the show before, but I remember um a cousin of mine telling me later, much later in life, that um, the reason they didn't, I guess, per se, like me growing up was because they always thought that I that I thought I was better. And I'm thinking, how in the world could you get that out of a young girl who, I mean, didn't even know what that really meant to be to think that I'm better. And I I realized later on, of course, that it really just had to do with the color of my skin. And because how how everyone else, I won't say everyone, but how others reacted to it's kinda of like what you said, the the culture that would select the fair skin. And I do think that is wrong. Even with, with the description Rodney put in the show, you look good for a dark skinned girl. What is that? Even with weight size, people say you look good for overweight, you know, for your size. What is that? So things like that, it happens. It happens. Agreed. It it definitely does. Thank you so much. We're going to pull out, hang in there with us. We're going to pull our caller in from 678, last four digits, 9759. Caller, you're on the air with us? Hey, Tammy, how you doing? Hey, Bo, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Rodney, what's going on, man? Good. Not much, what's happening, Bo? <laughs> man, just listen, <laughs> just listen to me, y'all. Just listen to me, y'all. I hope you're embracing natural beauty. Hey, man, I'm talking about <laughs> it. I'm over here looking at my wife now, you know what I'm talking about? That's natural beauty. <laughs> I can dig that, man. What you got for the people, man? I just wanted to say, I used to, um, I used to get on get on Tasha about um, not wearing makeup, the handsome beauty, and the other blouses squad. And she was like, "Bo, I don't wear that stuff." You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's funny that you say that, right? You're like, "I'm beautiful without that." You know what I mean? So I yeah. had to really just, you know, kind of just look at where she's coming from, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, you who you who you who you're with that night. That's who you want to wake up with the next morning. Very true. I had a partner who was like, you know, I went I went out to the club and I got this girl. She was bad, and I woke up this, the next morning and I thought it was a dude there next to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a bad thing, you know. So I just wanna I just wanna say, you know what I mean. A uh, natural beauty is, is the way to go. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. 
Tammy, you're beautiful without makeup. Tasha, beautiful without makeup. Um, I'm, I mean, it's just you don't really need it, you know what I mean? But if you do, you know, yeah. a little eyeshadow, a little, little eyebrow pencil, or whatever, you know what I mean? But all that stuff when you wake up in the morning, you look like you've been in the mortuary. That's a, a no, no. <laughs> so, well, I, have a I, I have a question for you, though. Is there is, okay, one is too much? Like when you when I hear you say when you got to take off, I'm I'm assuming you're talking about maybe. Um, I see the I saw a video where this guy was talking about the eyelashes. So, like you got you you women are wearing these eyelashes okay. that look like hair. Like it's, like you got extensions on your eyelashes. What's too much? What what what? In your opinion, what's too much? What's too As much, Tammy? And I'm 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 gonna be real with you now. If your eyelashes okay. are further than your cheekbone, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, if your eyelashes look like the thing on the church at the church service, that's too much. If you <laughs> if you light skin and you put on makeup and you black blacker than me. That's too much. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some dark-skinned women get lighter than Michael Jackson. And I'm like, well, good God. (laughs) 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 What What happened? (laughs) (laughs) I say, say, that that makeup, that can't be Mac makeup. (laughs) That's a couple girls, though. While we're while while we're on this uh this topic uh, before we uh, switch gears here, uh, I, I just want to say uh, let let me share this story first and then and then I'll I'll tell you guys how I feel about it honestly. But so when I first uh, learned of Tamaria, um, you know how when you don't know the person. <laughs> Uh, usually you get a picture, and here's what the person looks like. Well, with Tamaria, I didn't get a picture. I got a collage. And, Bo, you work in barbershops, so you, you, you know, like, you know how you go in on and, and go into the barbershop, and on the wall there's, like, 30 different hairstyles. So that was what I got. That was what I got from Tamaria. She gave, it wasn't 30, but she... But that was that was what I got from Tamaria, and she was like, "Well, I just want you to know that I wear my natural hair. I have an afro, you know." And to me, I like that. Like, I'm not a person. I'm not a, I'm not a superficial person. I'm not a superficial person. I'm not a person who's into all the extra stuff. To me, right. be who you are because I want to, if I if I choose to date you or if I fall in love with you, I want to fall in love with who I know you are, not who I think you are. And so if you, if you always wearing wigs and a bunch of weaves and doing all this stuff to your hair or you putting on all this makeup, or you have all these tattoos and these piercings, you're doing all of these things to your body, I don't know who I'm dealing with. And I can't speak for everybody else, but it, it, it's, it's better for me when you are yourself, when you are your natural self, because I'm just a natural person. 
when I go grocery shopping, I prefer to buy the organic uh, the organic items from the grocery store. Like I I will hop on anything that says it's all natural because that's just the way that I am. I don't need all of the extra stuff because guess what? When you wake up in the morning, your breath still gonna stink. When you wake up in the morning, all that makeup is gonna be gone. And because of that, let me know who you are because I'm going to let you know who I am. I'm not going to put on this facade that I'm somebody that I'm not. I'm not going to have you believe in anything that that, that isn't true about, uh, about me, about my appearance. So let me know who you are. You know what, Rodney, I want, I want to say this. You know, I don't know whatever happened. You know how you could tell a real a real homegirl chick, she always had that burn mark on her ears from that straightening comb. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the straightening comb? Tell me, it was Sunday morning, but you can smell high burning all over the place where I grew up at. You know what I mean? <laughs> you knew it was Sunday morning, so you smell high in the air. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't have that anymore. All this cold wave stuff. We ain't had that growing up. We had straightening comb and that blue bergamot grease or that royal crown. That blue. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, Bo, I think we're taking the people way back, man. That blue magic hair grease. And that's all you had. Wasn't no eyebrow pills. What, you used petroleum jelly on your lips to make them shine. All that <laughs> lip gloss and all that. You ain't have all that. You know what I mean? So and that while, was fine. While, we, while we have you on the line, Bo, why do you think women do that? Why, why do you think women take these extreme measures to, to to look a certain way? Why do you think they do that? Because they're not happy with who they are. God created hey, you to wait, be. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hey, Bo, what, yes, about, what about also because they think that the, that's what the men want? You, we got two men hey, on here. Do you not think that a lot of women do that because – like men will say one thing, but when 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 they're out, does it does it? Do you think that women think that's what men want? That too, you know what I mean. But but all you know what I'm saying. But it all boils down to if you're not happy with you, then you're gonna start to change the personification of you. If you're happy with who you are, mm-hmm. the skin that you're in, you ain't, and you know who you are, you're not gonna try to change that. Because if a person don't like you for who you are, then it's going to be like, well, damn them. You know what I mean? Excuse my French. But it's going to be like, damn them. You know what I mean? I'm happy with me. But when you find a person that wants to prove something to other people or to appeal to, you ain't got to try to be attractive. If you're already attractive, then you're going to be attractive, period, point blank. You know what I mean? If you got booty, you know what I mean? You're going to still buy no booty pads. You yeah. know what I mean? If you ain't got none, if you ain't got none, then you were just born without none. Do your couple of squats and hope that you get a bump. You feel me? <laughs> Hold on, Tamari. Tamari wants to get back in here. Hold on, Tamari wants to get back in here. So, okay. so both, I I think you have some good points, and I to Tammy's point about what <laughs> women think men want. I think sometimes it takes women a little bit longer to get to that point where they no longer care. But I know growing mm-hmm. up, you think about high school days. It's true. Most of the guys had a type. And the majority of the types were similar. So if you didn't fit that mold, a lot of women tried to fit into the mold. And then you think about men who might go to the strip club. So they might have a woman at home, and 
she's her in her natural self, or she's looking you like like a natural woman with no cosmetic surgery, none of that. She's just who she is. But then her man at the strip club all the time. So clearly he's looking for something that he ain't getting at home. And I agree with well, Jamie where they're like, oh, yeah, we want you to be natural. We want you to enjoy, like, just be who you are. But then they go with the next chick, which makes you wonder, yeah. okay, well, what yeah, is it about the woman ahead, that I'm you sorry. don't want? All right. I want to say something. I'm glad you brought up that point because, you know what I mean, this, even when I was, God delivered me now, but even when I was out there in the world and I was doing my selling drug days and all that, that and the other, one thing I didn't like was going to hang with my homeboys at the strip club. Now, whatever you do, you do. However you make your money, you make. I don't have no knock against that. But my thing, what my big issue was, why would I go to the strip club? My bill money, my cheering money, anybody else money to, 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 to tease me and then go home and take it out on my old age. I couldn't understand that concept. You, you understand what I'm saying? I never could understand that concept. So, therefore, I never would go. I'm not a fan of that. And I feel that anybody that does that mentally has to grow up. You have to mature. You understand what I'm saying? You have to mature. You have to mature. I had to mature. You know what I'm saying? Not in that aspect, but in the aspect of, of bodies. I used to look for girls, and she had a small waist, big hips, rump. That was me. Them was the ones who was dragging me through the mud. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that my wife ain't nice to shape, but those were the type that I would go after first. And after I got drugged so many times, you know what I'm saying? But it made me get saved. I had to turn my life over to the Lord. You know what I'm talking about? For real. And God blessed me with somebody, you know what I'm saying, with all those attributes. But she was saved. You know what I mean? Wow. And then doing this, it helped curb the person that I was. Because Lord knows I wasn't even safe to my save. You know what I mean? So, so this is Rodney. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in here real quick. And I'm going to attempt to uh, uh, offer a, a, a different perspective. So... I know the, the 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 belief is that men are looking for a certain type, um, and 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 maybe that is true. Um, but think about think about this. It's usually promoted that men are looking for um, uh, light skinned women um, or women with big butts or. Brass or these these as as the old timers say these Coca Cola bottle shapes or whatever, and so women I think feel like they have to um, look a certain way in order to get a certain man or to get a man because that's what the perception is or, or that's what's put out there on TV, in rap videos, in social media now. But here's the thing. If that were the case, men would not go after females who are not attractive. Men will look at a woman and say, she is ugly, but boy, is she fat. I got to add. So if men were looking for a specific type, if they were looking for a specific type, then I don't care how 
big a woman's butt is, if they were looking for a particular type or, or, or what we all consider to be beautiful, then they would not go after what is supposedly ugly or unattractive. So I think what is happening is women are being tricked or put in a position to think that they have to do all of these things to get a man, and really they don't. But if you're going to go all out and do those things, the men are like, okay, well, we'll take it without understanding that if the man wants to talk to you or approach you, he's going to do that regardless. In the same way, men feel like they have to do uh, a whole bunch of things or jump through hoops to have sex with a female. Not understanding that, if the female is attracted to to them and wants to have sex with them, she's going to have sex with him if he never buys her dinner, if he never takes her to the movies, if he never meets her parents. If she wants to have sex with him, he doesn't have to do anything for it. However, the perception is if you want to give a woman's pants, you got to you got to wine and dine her, you got to do all of these things. But it has been proven because people have had one night stands and you know, men consistently dog women, that you don't have to do all of that. Not for every right. woman. Somebody, so, can I say something to you? Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say something and I'm going to clear this up. Right now, ain't no such thing as a one-night stand. You know what I'm saying? One-night stand, the woman, and I'm just going to be honest with you, any woman that allows some man to talk about her goals on the first day has got some problems. You know what I'm saying? Because she has more value. Than men. You know what I mean? And if you don't value yourself, then how is that man supposed to respect you at the end of the day? When you wake up the next morning, he ain't going to respect you at all because it was too easy for him. But when a man has a challenge and he has to wait three, four months or whatever the case may be, okay, then he's going to respect you. You're going to keep that man. Regardless of what he think or what he do or whatever the case, he's going to respect you. He may not respect the next person. But he's going to respect that female because she didn't sell her soul on the first night. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and another thing that I wanted to say to you was that, that, that most, most, people, most people think that um, if, 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 they, if they date around and this, that, and the other, blah, 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 that, that it's, it's, it's becoming to be, you know, how do how you say um, the new the new hype or whatever the case may be. Like, well, you know, if, if I got more than one man, this that other blah this blah this blah, a woman ain't gonna never be no man. You understand me? Uh, and that, let's get that one straight. You hear a lot of women. Well, I'm independent. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna have many dudes. I I can. They do it. while well, I'm gonna do it. It don't work on the same level. You know what I mean? To each be their own. But I was always taught. You know what I'm saying? If you find you a good girl, you know what I mean? And she ain't necessarily got to come to church. You know, just a good girl, just somebody that's trying to strive to have somebody like, then you got you something, you know what I mean, to work with. You stay straight with her, she stays straight with you. You ain't got to do all that. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, you know, I have I have been out there in the world. My my wife, on the other hand, she hasn't been out there in the world. She be asking me questions about stuff that she hear, and I have to explain it to her because she wasn't exposed to that. Kudos to me. I be like, yes. You know what I mean? Lord knows I said down one. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, everybody don't get that. Everybody doesn't have that. You know what I mean? 
but Tasha and 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 uh, um and Tammy's mama wasn't having it, and mama and was not was not having it. So they was raised, you know what I'm saying, on a certain level. You can't tell them that it's raining outside and be standing on top of the house urinating on their head. They ain't gonna go for that one. I'm dead here. I'm here to tell you. They're not gonna go for that one. So your eyes got to be your eyes and your T's got to be your T's. Trust me, they're gonna be dotted and crossed. That's how it goes. So those people who are sitting there listening to, well, if I wear makeup, this gonna make me catch this man. This gonna make me catch that man. No, it's not. It's not gonna do that. You know what I mean? That's gonna keep you searching. I think. I think it's gonna. I think it will help catch. But see, then we get into into the of keeping. And to, to take it back to where we started with the lack of understanding and acceptance of self, until you be, until, for me, until a woman becomes not just, I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a bit further than confident in self, I'm going to go to being confident in, in Christ and who God, who, who you were created to be. We look for, we look for so much from the world. Like we want to put on all this. And we want to get this man and then take off all this, but we want to keep this man. Because I, I do feel a lot of what women do is to fit in and to get a man. Because at the end of the day, society has made women feel like if you don't have a man, then you are you something's wrong with you. So as a, as a way to get that in, in our minds, in, in the minds of some women, let me fix myself up. And get this man, and now let me take all this stuff off. But now, I don't know if I'm gonna keep this man now. To see, he, you have, you have put something out that you're really not. So what? Because if you have the fake butt on, and that's his thing, because everybody has their thing. What if, what if that's what he likes? And now you go home and you want to take it off. And as Trent will say, after the sweat has dried, and you're all emotional attached. Now, what do you want him to do? So until we get back to a place where we understand ourselves enough to be who we are, to just simply be who we are and who God was created to be, to like ourselves, then we're going to continue to try to fix ourselves up to get what we don't need, what's not for us, and then we try to figure out how to keep it. Go ahead, Bo. Uh, Let me give you I want to jump in right quick. I want to say this, right? You know, in my in my line of work, and I cut hair, I run across men and I run across women on a daily basis. Now, I'm just going to get – I ain't put nobody business out. I'm just going to give you a scenario of one of my, my customers. She comes to me all the time. She brings her son to get a haircut. I know the dude that she's dating. Well, she came to me about four or five weeks ago crying, and I said, what's the problem? She said, well – he is making me so mad at him. And this, that, and the blah, squad, I'm about ready to just end it. I said, well, have you tried to talk to him? She said, yeah, I tried to talk to him, but he's seeing this other girl. I, I see him following her on Facebook and this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. I said, yeah. She was like, yeah. I said, okay. I said, well, maybe you need to talk to him and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, squad. She said, I've tried to talk to him, and, you know, he's still saying this, that, and the other, by the third tour. So I said, okay. About two weeks ago, she come in again. So I said, uh, is everything working out all right? No, it ain't working out. You know what I mean? We finna go our separate ways. He said, well, what the problem now? I don't approve of her. I said, what do you mean you don't approve of her? Well, I just don't. Well, what turns out to be is they, her and the dude, been going to the swingers club 
They're swingers, but she has to approve of the girl he sleep with, with her. You feel me? What kind of foolishness is that? You know what I mean? I said, yeah, well, if I don't approve of her, then he's not supposed to sleep with her. I said, but you mean tell me on, on any other time that you have approved, y'all have been the three together? She was like, yeah. I said, well, how do you expect him to? <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> how do you expect him to respect you? How do you expect him to even care about your feelings when you have given him the green light to be with other women? With you. I want to I want to I want to jump back in here. This is Rodney because I don't want us to get too far um, away from the, the the underlying topic, and that is just about natural beauty and and, and the role uh, or the place that that has in our society. And um, I want to jump back to something that um, that Tammy or Tamari had mentioned earlier, and that is um, the microaggressions. That, that women hear, and a lot of times, uh, again, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen across, across the board because we know that it does, but um, where women are, where women hear things like, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl, or I thought you were Hispanic. Why do people think that these things are compliments? Why do people think that these things are okay to say? And if you are a woman who has heard these things, what was your response? Did you did you allow the person to, to get away with that? Did you correct them? Um, how did it make you feel? Um, because I think that, that plays a major part in women being able to embrace their natural beauty when they hear things that are offensive. But the people saying them don't realize or either don't care, uh, and I think it's more of the first one, that they don't realize that these things are offensive because if you are a beautiful woman, you are just a beautiful woman. It doesn't matter what color you are because you, you can you, you can be 50 shades lighter and you're you're gonna still be that same woman, Ronnie. I think people know. I I, I I I for the most part think people know a lot more than they want people to believe. What I think is happening is we don't hit people back with the truth. Like I'll, I'll have people even we can add this one because people see me as you're so little. You're, why are you so little? And most of the people that say that. I need to turn around and say, maybe because I'm standing next to you, and I'm just keeping it real. Because how can you sit here and you don't want to, you don't, you don't want people to say that you're overweight? Because a lot of people that that say I'm so little, I feel like maybe you're a little bit overweight. But I'm not going to come and tell you that because you know that I like, I like my size finally because it used to make me feel. Super crazy. Like, I felt like I need to try to gain weight because people would say, you're so tiny. Oh, my gosh. You okay? Yes, I'm okay. I walk. <laughs> I have a lot of experience. Yes, I'm okay. And, and, my, and I'm built to be little. And maybe you're just built to be a different size, but don't make, make sure you're not throwing out. I think people throw things out more, more so than not that they, because of their own insecurity. Like, not everybody, but I think a lot of people do. So I think there comes a point in time where we just need to grow up and you just need to know 
Even the word speaks about lips of having lips of knowledge. That your mm-hmm. your lips lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. But we, we wanna say everything, we wanna speak it, we wanna speak everything out, but when, when people say when people come back with something and now oh people are offended. So I think we just have to grow up. But as far as back to this topic, as like everything, it got you have to go back to putting your trust even your confidence. It's okay for us to have confidence, but at some point in time, we got to look in that mirror, look at spirit itself, and get that confidence from Christ, from the Word. Jamie, I want to also... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, and then put, put our trust... We put so much trust in things and in the world and what we do rather than who we are. And so that that can only leave us with scars and leave us continuously trying to fit in, whether it's by, and, and, and again, I'm not saying like Tamaria said, there's nothing wrong with enhancement. There's nothing wrong with that. But, it, but when it becomes like you cannot walk outside without it, something's wrong. Because where are you? Mm. That's a good point. I, I was just going to um, go back to uh, something that you said earlier. It came back to me just now, um, and that is when you were talking about um, how you feel on the inside should be or is going to be a reflection of what people see on the outside. And, and you were talking about um, just people understanding who they are and, and accepting who they are. Now, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I think that the only true feelings that you have are the ones on the inside of you. For example, happiness is something that comes from within, in my opinion, because if your happiness comes externally, whatever or whoever you think makes you happy is going to make you sad. And so when we look for when we look for other people or other things to validate us or accommodate us, then those things we give power to, we give dominion over us because the moment they're not let's say let's say um to Mary is Worth is defined by what I say to her Meaning let's say Tamaria doesn't feel good about herself Until Rodney says hey you look pretty So as long as I'm saying Tamaria you look pretty Tamaria you look beautiful today Ooh I really love your hair Ooh I, I, I love the way you look in that dress Or blah 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 Like, And I go on and on and on If that's where her happiness comes from Then that means She has given me that she is giving me power over her because now the moment I stop saying that, she's not going to feel that anymore. Or the moment I say, ooh, maybe you shouldn't have had that, that second slice of cake, like it's going, to start to make her, it's going to start to make her feel a certain way. But when, like what you said, Tammy, when it comes from within, it doesn't matter what people say to you. You will always, always feel good about yourself, 
if that's on the inside of you, and vice versa. It doesn't matter what people say to you. If you feel bad about yourself, it's going to be hard for people to break down that wall. But the point I was, the point I was making was this. I believe that, Tammy, and you believe that. But why is it that we tell people the opposite? In other words, we encourage men to dress up with shirts and ties and suits, and we'll we'll tell, especially young men, we'll say, "Well, when you when, when you look better, you feel better." But it should be the other way around. You should feel better anyway. You should feel good anyway. But we tell them, well, depending on how you choose to look, that determines on how you feel on the inside. But, again, that's the external thing. So the moment that guy doesn't have on that suit or that shirt and tie, that guy no longer feels like he's a decent human being or that he looks good. Same thing with a woman. As long as we're telling young women, hey, you look really nice in that dress. So then when she goes home and puts on uh, sweatpants because she just want to chill, all of a sudden she doesn't feel pretty anymore. So I think we have to think about the things that we're saying and encourage people to look within themselves and find happiness and find confidence and build their own self-esteem and motivate themselves because otherwise people are going to always tear you down. That's right. And Ryan, that's the, that's what's important. The, the part where you see people are going to always tear you down. That's like the quote that says, "You can be the most beautiful peach uh, on the tree, and someone's going to come up and not like peaches." And see, that's why mm-hmm. you might as well do you and do you well, whether you're two hundred pounds with no makeup or one hundred pounds with no makeup. You're the mm-hmm. same when you when the lights go out at night. When you look in the mirror. The thoughts that you don't want people to to know that you think about yourself or even them, and and again we can we can we can embrace our natural beauty, and not have confidence in in God or who we were in our purpose. And again, because I think a lot of this has to do with our disconnect, our disconnect from the Word of God, our disconnect from prayer, our disconnect from putting our trust and our faith and our confidence. In the word of God Whereas back in the day You women I mean there were many more women When I say women Women women, They had confidence They had assurance They they were women mm-hmm. And they were treated like women mm-hmm. Whereas today Because of how as, as How I think the majority of us Women act Like we are We, we, we are almost nothing to not all men, not all men for sure, but it's it's like the guy who a long time ago, right now I don't know if you remember this, but we I think we talked about this, but I, I had ran into this guy who, um, and I was out, and he, he said, basically he told me what you won't do, 100 women will. And I said, well, you better go get them because you just met one of the one that won't. I mean, but, <laughs> but men will tell you. I mean, men will tell you. That and they they act as if I don't have to treat you like a woman. I don't have mm-hmm. to see you as a woman because we're not acting as such. And and we can just say a godly woman, a Christian woman. And I'm not saying by any means that 
makeup makes you not that because we should be able to enhance ourselves. It is when you are doing it because you feel so bad about yourself or when you don't have it on, you you don't think you are, are, are pretty or worthy. But when you do, you, you become a different person. Mm-hmm. But are you able to walk out with that same confidence you have with it on? I love what Alicia Keys is doing. She, she's going around without makeup. And she Who's makes that? you beautiful. Alicia Keys. I think I'm going to oh, okay. We have a comment uh, from the chat room, and it says the 1% are setting the glamour rules. Um, do you guys think that is true? That 1%? Say that again? Yeah, it says the 1% are setting the glamour rules. Can I, can mm. I jump in? I I, I want to jump in and just say this. You know what I mean? Uh, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know what I'm saying? You you don't need makeup. I mean, if you do wear it, you know what I'm saying? It's a difference between a light makeup and then a mortuary makeup. You know what I mean? If you've got on more makeup and you you just shining and looking like you plastered, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? And then another thing is I've seen children. You know, and I and I am not a fan of this. Even on Facebook, I've seen children wearing makeup, lash extensions, eyebrows arched. That's too much, man. That's foolishness. But it, it shows you that, you know, Key Lolo and Shaquan to them is they, the baby mama. You know, kids themselves. You know what I mean? And and I think that it, it, that 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 needs to be addressed. That you know, that's foolishness, man. You know. Uh, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful with makeup or without makeup. Makeup shouldn't determine how you feel inside. God made us all beautiful, regardless of color, race, creed, size. We're all beautiful in our own right. But if a person is not happy with themselves, if you're not happy with yourself, then you tend to look outwardly to those things that are, that you think that will buy you temporary happiness. And that's not mm-hmm. how you're supposed to be. And that's all I wanted to say. So I saw this. I saw this meme last week, and it said, "The irony is that men use money to attract women, but hate gold diggers, and women use their bodies to attract men, but hate to be viewed as sex objects." <laughs> And when you think about it, well, in the meme said, uh, let the church say amen. But when you think about it, is that not the case? When you when you think about when you think about the way that guys carry themselves, and again, and I hate the I hate the fact that we always have to like put this disclaimer out there. We're not talking about everybody, but when you think about on average what men use to attract women. Most of the time, it's money, whether they're flashing cash or they're doing something to hit, hey, I can take care of you. Hey, I have some money. Whether they have some or not, they use that to attract women. 
women do things with their bodies to attract men, whether it be uh, doing something with their hair, doing something with their face. Now all of these butt injections or breast injections or wearing clothes that look like they were painted on, something. But the moment they're treated like that, it's a problem. Now, I will say the moment they're treated like that, like a sex object by a man they are not attracted to, because if they're attracted to them, at least from what I've seen, it doesn't even matter. But women get dressed up, go to clubs, knowing that they're going to get a whole lot of attention because of the way that they're dressed, and then get mad when men treat them according to the way that they've now presented themselves. But it sends a mixed signal because why are you putting on a tight mini skirt with your cleavage way out there, your back showing, your butt looking three times as big as it does on a regular day, your face all shiny. Why are you doing that other than for attention? Because, and and people always say, well, that's how I like to look. If that's how you like to look, why don't you look like that when nobody's around? Because can I answer that question? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Because they they've changed the game. You know what I mean? You know, back in the day when you were a kid, divide and conquer meant um, whichever one of your parents was the the least lenient. That would be the one that you would lean towards to ask anything that you wanted to do. You would divide your parents, conquer the easy one. Well, today's in today's society, they have a they have a divide and conquer. And the women feel that they divide the men, meaning that the ones that that ain't about giving them the money, that ain't about, you know, the ones that they can't conquer or the ones that they can't, you know, get nothing from, they divide them and they take the ones that are easy prey. So it's a divide and conquer type of world going on right now. If the more, if whatever you can do for me, then I can do for you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's typically the way it is right now. And if you can't do nothing for me and mine, then you can't have, you know what I'm saying, these goodies that I got to give you. You know, and, and that and that is the that is the new divide and conquer. Now I'm gonna tell you how I know this because I deal with young folks. You know what I mean? My in my tighten up ministry, I talk to them, they text me, I text them, they they send me messages on on my on my on my Facebook I, you know, I blog them, and we talk. So I know what I'm what I'm saying to you is true. That's the new divide and conquer is with women dividing men. The ones that they can conquer, they keep, and the ones that they can't, they push aside. And I'm going to tell you the targets. The targets are married men. reason why it's married men, because they're easy to get rid of. You have a family to go back to. Not only that, they know there's a sense of security there, so you're going to keep some money. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to do what you got to do. You're going to pay me, and you're going to go. You know what I mean? And it's wow. You know, and I've asked the question over and over again, where does that leave you? You know, I mean, don't you feel like an object? And nine times out of ten, they say no. 
I don't feel like an object. I'm just doing a service. That's my job. Real know? quick, real quick, real quick, Bo, uh, and you can finish. Uh, real quick, if you're not uh, listening uh, online, please call 818-691-7406 before it's too late because it, uh, uh, you may not be able to listen to the rest of the show. Uh, we won't be on much longer, but if you are listening online, please call 818-691-7406, and hopefully you guys got that uh, in time uh, because it is 10 o'clock, and technically the show um, has stopped recording, but uh, hopefully you can still call in and listen to the show. Uh, go ahead, Bo. I just want to say before I go, you know what I mean, my Auntie Mary Haley. I love my Auntie Mary Haley. She is always, always, always saying something and sending something to me on Facebook. So please, Tammy, whatever you do, okay, my Auntie Mary and I, my Helen, I said I love her, and I can't wait to see y'all when I come over there to Tennessee. And I'm going to say good night. I will. Good night. Thank you for calling in. All right. Good night, Rodney. All right, Bo. Rodney, I want to uh, um, piggyback on. What? Say that go again, Rodney? No, no, no. Go I ahead. Was I was just going to read a comment. Go I'm ahead. Gonna... Oh, go ahead, then. We got to come in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, I don't know if you saw. I posted uh, this uh, image and it said, I'm sick of hearing you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. People don't think that's offensive, but it is. And someone commented it and they said, And here I am. Full of jealousy when I see a beautiful dark woman. Do you know how much Crisco oil it would take for me to reach that level? Trust me, I've tried. So while on one hand, society society or certain people make it seem like being dark-skinned is not the way to go, but there are people who are light-skinned who want to be dark-skinned. So the bottom line is yep. be who you are and be happy with who you are. Go ahead, Tammy. That and see Ronnie, I think that's 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 where it all lies. Why do we and this is the question that everybody needs to ask themselves, why do we want to be someone else? Or why do we want what someone else has? Is it that is it because that we have we lack so much confidence in who again we were created to be that we dislike ourselves that we've not accepted ourselves that we don't understand who we are we don't work to because we don't like who we are so we are constantly looking looking for something for someone to feed what only God can feed or give us only because again, we 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 are we were created like that's just like me trying to drink coffee without a coffee cup or some type of cup or any kind of liquid drink. How 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 I gotta drink it out of something. I can't pour it into air and and, and consume it the right way. So we are we are fighting against who we were created to be, and and fighting we're we're going away from towards a world who is just waiting to eat us up alive, who is going to keep us wanting to change something about ourselves until the next thing comes along. So we're just, we've been bought and sold by the world, and we continue to be bought and sold. But when you can get up in the morning, and if you want to enhance your look, great. 
It doesn't change you. But if you don't, greater, because it doesn't change you. And that's when you can say that your trust, your trust lies and your confidence lies in. Because without it, I would still be that same insecure, um, world-seeking or somebody-seeking, not little girl, but woman. And so because mm-hmm. it's such a, it seems like it's such um, an epidemic, I'm going to call it that, because it seems like, and that's why I said when the, whomever was in the chat room said 1%, I'm not so sure because it's, 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 it's getting worse. Like I said, even at a younger age, we have young girls, young babies who are starting to with one another. And and when Bo talked about the young girls having the makeup on, we have young girls that are going to grow up to be women that won't have edges. And when I say edges, won't have a hairline because parents, somebody is putting, packing. I've seen little girls with so much weave in their head until they have to be uncomfortable. They're digging and they're scratching in their head. And eventually it it will pull your natural, your follicle out. So why are we so? Is it that we're just lazy and we don't want to do our children's hair? Even with relaxers, I have young girls that I know that people say, well, she needs a relaxer. No, you should need to take the time to comb her hair. Like both said, scrape and comb if you want and some grease. And kids' hair was was okay back then. But, again, because we are feeding the world and the world is, is feeding us, parents don't take the time to sit down and comb little girls' hair or talk to them about the way they dress, how they carry themselves, and how can they because they're not doing it. We, we just run to the world. And the world is not yeah. going to feed your spirit. It's not going to give you confidence. Matter of fact, it's going to destroy everything and take away the things that you need to have that confidence, to be your natural self, to embrace your natural beauty. It's going to take it away. That's why that industry is a billion-dollar industry because somehow we bought into this is what we need, and we don't need a little bit of it. We need a lot of it it, every day. Isn't it it funny, Tammy, that that – the industry makes you feel like there's a problem or it creates a problem within you and then turns around and sells you what you think is the remedy or the cure or the cure. So they tell you, exactly. Hey, Hey, you're not pretty. Hey, you're not beautiful. However, we have some, some chemicals or we have some pills or some medicine that will make you pretty when all along, you're pretty, but they tell you right. that you have a problem just so that they can sell you a cure for your problem that is never going to fix or resolve your issues. Ooh, lose exactly. weight, feel great. And so, oh, yeah, I'm going to get on this diet. And then you do it for about two weeks, and then you don't want to do it anymore. If you are a sick person, be happy with being a sick person because guess what? There are a lot of skinny people out here who are not 
healthy themselves. Your weight doesn't doesn't guarantee good health. There are people who are skinny and dying. There are people who are heavier and living to be 70, 80 years old. So your weight has nothing to do with it. The bottom line is, are you healthy? And I can share with you guys as a man, uh, just, just to switch it up a little bit before we before we close out. All my life, I was skinny. Oh my God, it was bad. I, I mean, anybody who knew me before, um, before I moved to Northern Virginia, before I was twenty five, twenty six, you knew that I was pretty much crackhead status, right? But. I saw all of the attention the bigger guys were getting, the muscular guys or just, you know, the guy, the guys that just had some meat on their bones. The girls didn't go for the skinny guys like that. And so it brought about an insecurity within me to where I wanted to be a bigger guy. Well, I got exactly what I wanted. Oh, I've gained when I when I left home, I weighed 155, and this was eight and a half years ago. I weighed 155 pounds. I now weigh 210. However, in getting what I wanted and getting what I repeatedly asked for and just, ooh, I desired it so bad, just wanted to be bigger so bad, guess what? Now I have high cholesterol. Now I have fat growing around my liver. But I didn't have these issues when I was a little skinny guy. So in getting this thing that I coveted so much, now I have issues that I did not have when I was smaller. So be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you want. Be careful what you you look at other people and say, ooh, I want that because you want that attention. Because now, no matter what I do, I can't seem to stay with it long enough or I can't seem to get below 200 pounds, and it bothers me. And I'm like, man, if I could just see 199 on the scale, like I'll be happy. But see, I didn't appreciate when I was smaller. I didn't appreciate when I was healthier. So who knows if I'll ever get back to that again. However, my point is, however God made you, just accept it. Because here's another problem, too, Tammy, that we don't think about. That's how you're going to raise your kids. If you're insecure, Uh you're going to raise your kids. You're going to parent with an insecure mindset. And either you're going to raise your kids to be insecure or you're going to go so far over the top trying to make sure that they are not insecure, you're going to cause damage to them. So you're doing yourself, your kids, no good. You're no good to anybody when you don't even feel good about yourself. Rodney, I think, and as you say that, I think about how we, um, it's basically that we're trying to copy 
other people's experience. We are not trying to, but when we when we look outwardly and we try to fit in and make and allow the world to tell us how we should look, um, what we should what we should eat, what we should not, and they do that. The world just has us on this little string and it pulls us up and down and moves us over as it pleases. And I was thinking about when you when you talk about how the how the media or whatever the world just kind of tells us uh, these things and we fall to it. We've gotten so gullible, or we are so we 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 no longer have the ability to think for ourselves. So much so that that commercials are on now that says, oh, if you have this illness, here's a medication for it. But here are all the symptoms as well, and the symptoms will kill you. Like that, they, they mm-hmm. are so confident. And what they say and how they say it and what they do, they're so confident that we we no longer can think for ourselves and we no longer know who we are or whose we are to the point where they can say, well, if you have this, then take this, but this is going to do this to you. And we, we foolish people, we will do it. We will mm-hmm. do it. But when we, when you try to copy, when, when we allow the world to dictate and we try to copy that blueprint, you're copying the, those experiences as well. Like with what you said, now you have you have these issues just because someone spoke something into you that rightfully so, because as a child and as a young person, these things are going to stick to you, especially if someone else is not reconfirming you and teaching you to be um, competent. And know who you are, and be okay with that. And not not enough of that is happening today. That's that may be the answer as to why we have young girls who are competing with each other at three and four and five years old. Because we have mothers and fathers who don't have time or are not taking the time to feed to feed us. Because we're in trouble. Like as a society, as a people, as people of God, we say. Emotionally, we are in trouble, and we're we're constantly seeking the answers from the world. And if we're yeah. seeking from the world, the Bible tells us that the the who is the ruler of this dark world. So if we're seeking it from the world, guess who's feeding us, and what's feeding us? You gotta find your confidence. You gotta love yourself. Because loving you means, hey, if God created you and you say you believe in God, then and you say, I don't like who I am, I don't like myself, so much so until I'm going to totally change. Like Bo said, you have dark-skinned people who put on makeup and they're, to- they're three, four, five different shades lighter. But now you have light-skinned people who want to be dark-skinned. I remember having mm-hmm. the, the light versus dark with guys like, I hear guys even say now, you know, well, Darcyan wasn't in back then, but it's in now. Really? Are we are we so shallow <laughs> that we're basing even who we spend our lives with based on the color of their skin, yet we want to say why people are racist for doing the same thing? We are messed up mentally. And at the end of the day, I think it's because we're just not spending enough time in the word, in prayer, mm-hmm. but then we want God to show up. And and, mm. and accept be accepting for all this stuff, like us changing our skin color three and four shades. That's sick. Tammy, you better preach that. It's a thing. sign of a spiritual sickness. It's spiritual sickness. It really, really is. 
Tammy, we have a uh, we have another to- uh, comment, um, and it says she is so accurate on female insecurities. And they were right. they were talking about the things that that you were saying about uh, female insecurities. Uh, you guys, um, uh, if if you have a question or comment, uh, definitely uh, jump in here. We're going to start to wind down the show and. Uh, offer some final thoughts and, and just try to give you guys some things to uh, to take away and think about um, as we begin to uh, to close out. Um, I think that this topic, uh, Tammy, doesn't come up as often as it should. And then at the same time, I think that women and men, uh, but but I just want to stick with the women uh, for now. I don't think women give themselves enough credit. I don't think women um, empower themselves enough or or motivate themselves. Um, And and to all of you out there listening, it's one of those things that it is so simple that it's hard to do. And that is just believe in yourself. Understand mm-hmm. Understand that you were made the way that you are for a reason. You were made that way for a reason. And I could tell you, just speaking from a, 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 a guy's perspective, guys may, may go after what we all consider to be pretty or or beautiful or sexy or whatever the case may be. But let me tell you, when it's all said and done, guys are so laid back and so chill. Guys just don't want a headache. Guys just don't want uh, to have to be worried about things that that, that don't matter because, because men are just that simple in general. And so... While you may see these flashy girls, these sexy girls, these pretty girls that have these nice shapes and, you know, you just think that they are just gorgeous, a lot of times they don't come with the best attitudes. And when you find guys like me, I don't care how pretty you are. If your attitude stinks, I don't want you anywhere near me. I don't care how pretty you are. If you are a lazy, trifling woman, I don't care how, I don't care what your skin color is. I don't want you around me. I don't want you in my life. And believe it or not, a lot of guys are like that. But as I stated earlier, if you're willing to, to break your neck to make yourself this uh, ideal-looking woman, guys are going to let you do that. But if you just show up on the scene and say, here's who I am, Here, here's me, they're going to take that too if they, if they want you. And even, even when guys mess up and, and they have this woman and that woman, let me tell you, they, they know who is going to be there for them. They know who is going to be by their side. They know who they want raising their kids. They know. They know. And looks don't mean as much to men as women think they do. No, it doesn't. They, they, 
They don't. And as I stated earlier, if that were the case, what we consider to be ugly, those females would never get anybody. But looks are not the end all for guys, and you guys have got to understand that. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Rodney, I want to add to that. Women, you you mentioned that women don't um, empower themselves enough. Um, I also think that women don't empower each other enough. And when you are able to, and I think we don't, is again because we've rejected ourselves, that we've rejected who we are, so now that's that's our energy. That's what we pass on. That's that's what we live, and that's kind of how we live. Um, so not only is it important that you speak life into your life and you support or empower yourself, embrace who mm-hmm. you are, it is important that we allow others to do that in, in, in a very um, – caring way. I'm going to say that because there's something always I can I can see someone a, a lady out and it's it's always something that you can say nice to that woman whether you have a beautiful smile. Um I love your shoes. I love your hair. Something. And that is that has become so unnatural just like just a simple hello. It's like when you speak to someone or say excuse me um it's, it, it seems like people think, what, what's your what's your angle? What, what what do you want, you know, from me or something like that? But it's important. I just want to make sure that we allow, we, we encourage other women to embrace their natural beauty. I guess that's the best way to say that. Encourage people. Find something beautiful about the people, the women that you come across. And men as well. I mean, men don't get off the hook tonight because I think, a, a, a great number of men, not all, they they play the game. Like they, they, they play it and they play it well. But women, those are the men that we don't want anyway. If they're gonna if they play the game and play it well, let them play it with the women who wanna play the games and keep it moving. And if that means you have to be alone and, you know, cry and watch eat some popcorn, watch a couple of Netflix movies, you'll be all right tomorrow. Because you, that's not who you want anyway. I mean, really, the, we, we just need to just take it as it comes. It is what it is. So do you really want to mm-hmm. dress up and get what you get and now think it's going to change when you get it home? It's not. What you get is what what you get. Mm-hmm. And so you got to know who you are and, and be okay with that and know what you want. But if you get out there mm-hmm. and, like, you, the the, the – what you read about, you know, women, men use money, but they hate gold diggers, and, and women use their body. But now when when now they want to accept what you're using, you can't, you, I mean, you can't, get, you can't get mad. You can't blame them. You can't take all that stuff off and, and wonder why he wants to cheat because maybe he liked butt anyway, but you had on a fake butt. Maybe he, <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> I'm just using that because that's a big thing now, too. Women are buying butt pads and going out, and, and then now you got to take it off. Mm-hmm. So what is he going to do when he sees someone with the natural, with the real thing, if that's his thing? 
Yeah. Same with, I hate to get so personal, but same with, with padded bras. I used to wear them, whatever. Now, you say, no, nothing. This is what you see is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just keep it real, because at some point it's got to come off. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have another. Uh, we have another uh, comment, and it says, uh, and, and by the way, all of these are from the same person. Uh, but like we always tell you guys, we don't um, reveal anybody's identity um, unless you guys want to. But it says, until a woman can see the same beautiful smile. She will always have the same insecurities. Empowerment is definitely needed woman to woman to learn self-worth. That's right. Tammy, do, you have any, <laughs> do you have any uh, announcements in, uh, and what are your, your, your final thoughts on uh, this topic? Um, the only announcement I'd like to just, just – just tell everybody the, um, and maybe you can tell us about what what went on with your event. But I just had a wonderful, wonderful time with the Chickasaw Middle School um, Student Council. Is is what what the kids were, and I got to speak to the young girls um, on last Wednesday. And I, I think by far it was one of the best group of young ladies um, that I've ever had the opportunity to speak. Uh, before and with, um, I was very taken by just their their insight, their um, cooperation, their questions, their input. It just it was it was enlightening, lightning for my spirit. So I'm very 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 thankful uh, for that opportunity, and um, I'll be back there next month for their uh, school school pageant. I guess is what what it's called or Miss Miss Chickasaw, I think is what it's called. Um but just a great, great group of young ladies that, that if if they keep it going, you know, they will they will certainly embrace their natural beauty, I would say. Um so and about this topic, I, I I'm just gonna say you gotta go in. You gotta go so deep in until you start to turn people away and down because you know they don't fit your spirit, that they are, they are not a part of your world till you begin to say no and that when you walk in a room, the room is moved by your presence. And that presence comes from the presence of God in you. I just, I just feel like we have to seek God more in our lives if, he, if we want him to be... Um, in our lives and, and that power in our lives. I just don't I think we've gotten so much so far away from the the word into the world until we're we're being eaten alive by the world. It's just totally confusing us. So that would be my suggestion that we gotta spend more time in the word of God. I love it. I love it. Uh a couple of days before we get you guys out of here, uh number one I remember um um, a few weeks ago, Tam and I decided that we were just going to kind of um, uh, create the shows and, and just roll with it and not, um, you know, <laughs> do so much to, yeah. um, you know, uh, invite people and create events and all of that and just let people find the show um, and just go from there. Um, and I do want to give a shout-out to my 
to my sister. Uh, I won't give her name. I won't give her name, but she's uh, she is calling from the seven five seven, and she's I believe, unless I got it wrong, but um, she's out of Southampton, Virginia, uh, unless she moved to Franklin, but she's down there somewhere. But <laughs> she probably gonna kill me. But uh, but. <laughs> But I do want to give a shout-out to her because um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is her first time calling into the show. And, again, we did not do what we normally do. Uh, We just uh, posted the event on our pages, and we just said we're going to let people see it and decide if it's something that uh, they want to tune into. So I'm very grateful that she tuned into uh, tonight's show and that's whose comments I was reading. Um, And so – Thank you, baby girl, for, for, for definitely tuning in to the show and, and, and hanging there with us. Um, and when you get comfortable, as you keep calling in, please feel free to press the number one so that uh, we can hear your live voice. Um, <laughs> and and to Mary Ronnie, told me to tell you how she, she knows what I'm talking about. Huh? Ronnie, I think, hasn't, hasn't your sister called in before? I think she's been on no, a no, long no, no, time no, no. ago. You're talking about my biological sister. Okay. <laughs> Let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so definitely thank you for calling in. And then um, as far as my event from – oh, she oh she pressed the number one. Oh, she got both. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, I'm going to pull her in here. Uh, call her from the 757. You are on the air. What's going on? Hey, Rodney. Hey, what's happening? Nothing. I enjoyed the show. <laughs> we glad you called in. I work with so many um, females that have that same issue. Oh, okay. And um, working in mental health, you find out a lot of different stuff, different insecurities females have. And that's a main that's a main insecurity a lot of them have. I'm gonna have to tell Leon you called into the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, um, so my 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 best friend Leon that you always hear me talking about, this is his this is his sister. Oh, oh okay. Tammy. Thank you yeah. for calling in. <laughs> Hello, thank you. <laughs> Any in any any suggestions that or advice that you can offer uh to to, to the women, um, uh, since you do deal with this on a regular basis? I would suggest to um pray first. <laughs> um, pray about those insecurities. Um and second, you gotta learn to have self to know your self worth. Everybody is meant mm. to look different and be different. <laughs> Everybody's not here to be the same. So until they can understand that you're going to be different, it's going to be something that's a lot different from everybody else's. Um, this insecurity can always be there, but I do believe that as women, we do have to lift up other women. Because until they can see it and hear it all the time, they're not going to believe it. Mm. So and, I do and, agree with that. And there is a scripture that says faith cometh by hearing. 
Mm-hmm. I so, tell my clients so, so. every morning. I got a saying. Uh-huh. Um, I say, hey, sunshine, you're beautiful today. <laughs> so, so even if they wake up feeling slow or feeling bad, I, I just say every morning, hey, sunshine, you're beautiful today. Even though their hair might be over their head, <laughs> we can work on that. We can it. <laughs> But they got to understand that they are beautiful. No matter what you look like, no matter what your skin tone is, you're beautiful. That That is that is very true. And you know uh, Uncle James and Aunt Joanne be here Friday. Oh, I know. Yeah, they're coming up. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna stay with us Friday, so so that'll be fun. I'm going to pray for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be fun. Well, thank you for calling in. You're welcome. All right, all right. Stay with us. We're probably going to. She's so right. I just want to add to something else that she said. You know, we should tell ourselves that as well. We should say, get in the mirror and say hello, sunshine, to ourselves and tell ourselves that we're beautiful, wonderfully made, amazing. Because you you, got to feed, we got to feed ourselves differently. I heard something so simple today on on Steve Harvey's show that said, you know, she was talking about financial um, creating an emergency plan. She's like, I don't even want to call it an emergency plan. Let's let's call it an opportunity uh, plan so that when things come up, you have an opportunity to take care of these things because I don't want to speak that energy into my life. So let's also get up and speak to ourselves, tell ourselves that we're beautiful, wonderfully made, full of God. You know that kind of thing. So I just wanted to add that it's so important. Yeah, that is so true. And um, I t- well, I have me and my daughter do it every day before she leaves oh, the school. Um, you look nice today. Oh, that's a nice pair of earrings. Or well, I say something to make her feel good, yeah. so that when she gets to high school, it's, you know, some kids can be really mean. Mm-hmm. So if somebody say something to her, she can go back to the fact that Mama said I was beautiful today. Or Mama go. said my earrings mm-hmm. look good today. And and you got to start with them young because now people are forty and fifty years old and their self esteem is so low because all their life they've heard negative. They don't know what it is for somebody to say you got a beautiful smile or you look nice mm-hmm. today. And they're forty and fifty years old. That is true. So that's, you got that, to start that's a, that's when they're young. Mm-hmm. You got to start when they're young. And I know for me personally, growing up, I never had someone to say, "Oh, you look good today," <laughs> you know. But as yeah. I got older, I lost my mama when I was young, so everything was left on my sister. So she didn't know what it was to raise raise kids. It, it was just thrown on her. So now that I'm older. I know that I got to tell myself that I'm beautiful no matter what. I'm beautiful with natural hair. (laughs) You know, I don't have to have the bundles to walk down the street or go on Walmart. Mm -hmm. And I just know that I'm beautiful. But there's so many people that don't know that, and we got to keep telling them every day. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's... that's, Amen. And we got to blame that somewhat on the world. We got to blame it somewhat on the world. I was listening when she said that the rap videos, uh, the commercials, uh, they got a fix for everything. Yeah. (laughs) And so people started to believe that if I go and take this pill, I lose weight. 
versus yeah. if I go to the gym and run on the treadmill, I lose weight. <laughs> yeah. They want the quick fix for everything, but it's actually hurting their insecurities. Yeah. That's a good point. You make some really good points. Me personally, I just walk around the track before I take a pill, you know? <laughs> you know what? So I, I, you know I what just I, feel like I being fat, I'm just going to be fat. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend back in the day who used to say uh, where most people uh, drink alcohol when they have problems, he solves his problems and then he goes and drinks alcohol because it's a celebration for him that he solved his problem. Because mm-hmm. if he drinks while he while he has his problem, then as soon as he's no longer drunk or high, the problem it's is still there the and now he's sadder than he than he started out to be. And I think right. it's the same thing. Like before you start to do all of these things, learn to be comfortable with yourself because right. if this if this alternative method doesn't work, guess what? It doesn't impact you because you still feel good about yourself. That's true, but it's so hard now to teach women that they are beautiful because of the weight of the world. If my job is so hard, if I go see a client today and I say all nice things today, she's going to look at TV tonight and there's going to be all these things in her mind she's saying, I would like mm-hmm. to do that to be beautiful. So when I go see her tomorrow, I have to start where all over again. Mm, that's a good point. Because she's seen all of this other stuff of the world and other people that's believing that they have to be a certain way to be beautiful. Yeah. So I have to start that's... all over again. And when you have, and it's especially hard when you have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Because your mind can go back and forth with the snap of a finger. Mm. So I always have to start over and say what I said the day before just to try to get it to sink in. Mm. It's, it's really hard to get funny. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> that is a rough job to have. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we hope that this will not be your last time. No, I won't be calling in again. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate it. We do all appreciate right, it. All right. All right, hang in there with us. We're going to close out within, like, the next two or three minutes. Okay. All right. Um, and Tammy mentioned uh, an event that I that I had uh, last week, and I don't even know if I got to tell her all of the uh, the details. But last, last Monday, if you guys remember, um, I did get a chance to uh, be a keynote speaker at Lower Fairfax Community College up here in Northern Virginia, um it it was a it was a part of a uh, Martin Luther King Day celebration and the the welcome and the reception that i received um from the audience was just um it was just amazing and so i was definitely grateful um for for that experience um and so uh Tammy that that was just a it was it, it was a wonderful time. The way they they treated Tamari and I, um, it, it was just phenomenal. And then 
to to have so many people approach me after the event was over um, just to tell me how much they enjoyed um, hearing me speak and, and the things that I was talking about and how important things were. Um, you don't go in looking for those things, but it is nice when people tell you that, hey, you did a great job. Um, and then, Tammy, I don't know if I told you this, but um, when we were walking to the car, the dean of the college um, approached me um, just to tell me, you know, one more time, you know, how much she enjoyed me. But then she also said um, to me that if I ever wanted to teach um, at their college um, to let them know. And I I asked her what did they want me to teach, and she said, well, just send me your um, resume. We'll go from there. So I sent her my resume, and then she asked for my transcript, so I'm just waiting to hear back from them. But a uh, potential job opportunity came out of me me going there and speaking. So it, it, it was just a, a phenomenal um, experience. So your um, gift will make room for you. Isn't that what you said last week? Your gift will make room for you. Amen. That is that is what that is what Amen. the Bible said. All you got to do is go and just be yourself, and either people are going to love you or they're going to hate you, one or the other. <laughs> um, and lastly, as we close out this show, um, I do want to leave you guys with this: embracing your natural beauty may not bring you or may not get you every single guy. However, embracing your natural beauty will get you the right guy for you. This has been another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. We want to thank all of our listeners, everyone who tuned in tonight. We hope that you'll join us again next Monday, same time, same station. This song goes out to the real MVP, as Tamaria said, Cousin Diane down in Atlanta. Have a great week, everybody. Good night. It's been a
But I know 